welcome. Hey, hi, Monty. What's up? Hi, how are you? Hi, Miss Winter. To Ramcast. Hi, Ram family. Welcome back to Ramcast, the Digital Harbor High School podcast. This week, Monty Enriquez Ortega and Ms. Go Lightly will be speaking about Hispanic Heritage Month learning English in our school community. Passing the mic to Ms. Go Lightly. Hi, Monty. Hey, Ms. Go Lightly. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing good, good. So, Monsi, you are a senior in my AP Spanish class, so I know you as an amazing student, and I know you've been a digital since the ninth grade. So, my question for you is, what advice do you have for ninth graders who, um, who moved to the U.S. from another country? Uh, well, first of all, one of the things that I can, you know, let them know and, like, really, I feel like, all, all students that have come from another country, doesn't matter if they are from a Hispanic country or other country. Um, one thing I can say is they never give up. I know sometimes things uh, are difficult. Um, things uh, in your family or around you, it's not good, right? Because when you are new to anything, it's going to be difficult. You probably are not going to have enough help then you're going to find it so it's just always you know have faith and be patient and always what well, one of the things i say is try to learn english the fastest you can and never give up that's one of the things because sometimes people they be like okay well english is not for me so you know i'm just going to quit not going to school just going to work and because there's too many cases that um young people like me um they just come from their country and they just give up they mm -hmm. really don't like the the idea of going to school and learning another language and they just stayed in in a simple step of just working and and not trying to learn english yeah wow thank you that's awesome and congrats again on being a senior. So since I know that you moved from Mexico and I'm not sure how old you were, but I was wondering how it was for you to adjusting to life when you moved to the US. Was it difficult? What were some of the challenges? How was that transition for you? Uh, so when I came to the US, uh, I, was, I was about to turn 10. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was young, young back then. I had uh, two little sisters and my sister that she came with me. Uh, her name is Pamela. She got her um, digital too. She's 10, she, she's on the 10th grade. Hmm. So we came here, her and I, when I was about to turn 10, she was about to turn nine. Um, and it was very difficult because at that time I didn't speak English at all. My sister didn't speak English at all. My mom didn't speak English at all. And she'd been here for at least half of her life. So, and she's 35. So she's been most of her life in the United States. She haven't learned English because she say it's difficult. And, and I believe her, it's difficult. And you know, it's difficult for an adult to learn another language and 
it was it was very difficult because I had to help her and everything. Um, when I came here, she was pregnant. Um, we didn't start school right away. We missed like probably like four months of school. So we didn't went right away to school. Um, then while we once we entered to school, it was very difficult because we didn't even feel welcome to mm. where we was. It was just like we were afraid, you know, we were yeah. afraid of not not uh how can I say it? Um not being part of the group. Like it was, in. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it was just too hard and then I had to help my mom. Um she she didn't have work at that time. My dad was in Mexico, so it was just my mom, my three sisters and I in here in Mexico. Um we did have family members, but you know, sometimes um you well, in our case we are not that close with our family's members. So it's it's just difficult because once you don't know the language is gonna it's just gonna be like real, real difficult. Wow. That's amazing. And you were so young to have all that responsibility. Yeah, it was when yeah, when I was 10 um my mom she like used to go and look for a job i had to babysit my sisters just it just changed my whole life um you know from being from being a children a, a kid it just like i couldn't think the way you think or my mom think because i really had like a lot of experience that got me thinking like it as an adult more mature i bet and i can see that sometimes when you're in ap like you offered to help other people so I, it's that might just be who you are but I imagine having to help other people that much may have impacted how you how you are too you're very giving and you're very helpful to people that's awesome that says a lot about you as a person that's amazing yeah I think I have another question for you Miss Galani um all right um so so far what do you think about stereotypes in general um, in general yeah i think that's uh one thing that you know most of us in the community and the country around the world we're too worried about it yes uh oh yeah i think um in general stereotypes can be very harmful and i think that they really do affect everyone um you know no matter what groups we belong to I think that we're affected by stereotypes. Um, and I think that um, they're really very harmful because they talk about, people talk about like internalized stereotypes. And I think like when you hear things about like racial, you know, like the race we, races we belong to or ethnic groups we belong to or our gender or things like that, like it's harmful to hear things and then sometimes I think we can start to believe they're true, even sometimes when they're not. Um, so I think stereotypes in general do a lot of damage to individuals and also to us as a human community and society. And um, I don't know, I hope that things will, that the world and society and humanity will evolve so that they don't, you know, ideally someday they don't exist or affect us. But I think right now they're very real and when I look at the news, sometimes like the racial tension that's happening right now 
and has been for a long time in the U.S., like a lot of that has to do with stereotypes. And I feel like sometimes I'm really hopeful because I'll see like people talking and like unpacking things and like gaining an understanding of each other and like progress seems to be being made. But then other times I see like so much racism and hate continuing these days and it breaks my heart. So I think like sometimes I really feel like progress is happening and then sometimes I'm really worried, you know? Yeah, I'm totally agree with you. I was asking that question um, because, you know, we we are living on, um, you know, at this time, if you see a dark skin uh, person or a Hispanic or anybody, they got their own stereotype. They be like, okay, so we should not trust these people because of this, of because we have heard things about it. And I feel like, I'm agree with you. It's just a bad, for me, it's a bad thing that we all believe. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm totally agree with you. And that's where racism come from. Mm -hmm. uh, because you are, you know, you are used to heard things about a race or a group of people that later on, we're not welcome to, you know, where we're supposed to be welcome it. Yeah, I agree. And I think especially right now in this like political climate, I feel like there's even more division. Um, whereas you would hope that as like time goes on and humans evolve, that we would it would become less stereotypes and racism would become less and less as we evolve and grow. But right now it just seems like almost worse than it has been. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know if this should be in the interview or not, but I think like the fact that the like leader of our country is someone who cons like very consistently enforces stereotypes um, is really, really damaging. Yeah, I'm totally, yeah, totally agree with you, Ms. Kalaiwa. Yeah, I, I, and I know like, I mean, I think there are stereotypes about every group but like as someone who's white like i also understand that like there are stereotypes about white people certainly but it really troubles me too that like i don't you know i the things that i encounter are not i'm not encountering things that you know students and loved ones of mine are dealing with um and it you know affects people I love um, every day. So I, yeah, I, um, that can be sort of a dividing thing. I think as a white person, I'm, I, I'm aware that I'm not, I'm not having to deal daily with a lot of things that my students and, and people I love are having to deal with um, because of stereotypes and because of racism. Yeah. So troubles me definitely how do you feel working this long having hispanic, uh, hispanic student how well, your experience has been well this is my 10th year at digital harbor and ever since i've started working um, as a teacher i've always had um, hispanic and spanish-speaking students every year and um, I've found, I don't want to make any like generalizations, but I've just, I've, I love working with Hispanic students. Um, I love being able to speak Spanish. 
with my Spanish speaking students and now I'm teaching AP, the class that you're in, and I get to practice my own speaking skills every day, which is, you know, obviously beneficial for me, but also I think um, that culturally, like I love learning about other cultures and I think that um, the cultures of Spanish speaking countries are interesting and beautiful and I've always found um, that I love working with my Hispanic students. This is the first year that I've had a class that's entirely students who are Spanish speakers, who are, are, are entirely Hispanic students. Um, but every year leading up to now, um, when I've been a science teacher and when I've taught Spanish one and Spanish two, um, I've always had you know, a strong group of Latino students because Digital Harbor has a, a strong Latino population. Um, and that's been great. I feel like I learn a lot because um, my Hispanic students, you know, represent other cultures and countries. I feel like I learn from them um, a lot. I learn a lot from every one of my students, but I think that like, it's really cool to have students who represent other cultures. Like it, I think anytime you get diversity in a group, it adds a lot to the dynamic and adds a lot to what everyone gets out of it. Um, because it's like, you know, people bring, are bringing a variety of things to the table, like cultural knowledge. And um, so I think I've, I've spent one year working at a school before I came to digital and it was not diverse at all. Um, and so I think when I came and started working at Digital Harbor and there were more people from other countries, not just Hispanic students, but like students from Africa and from the Middle East, like I think it just adds a lot to any community when there's diversity. So I think, um, I really value that about Digital Harbor, working with students who are Hispanic and also from other cultures and countries. And right now um, in your AP class, it's um, the class is entirely Hispanic students, which is very cool. I feel like um, sometimes I, I get nervous because I don't feel like my speaking skills are where they should be. Um, but you guys are very nice to me about that and patient with me and I appreciate that. And I feel like every day, getting to practice with you guys and learn from you guys um, really benefits me a lot because um, I feel like you teach me, you guys teach me stuff every day. So um, my answer is I love working with Hispanic students and students from all cultures. Okay, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, that's the one thing I really love about our school. Yeah, me too, like when I, uh, well, first, before um, arriving to Digital Harbor, uh, I went to Forest Park. Mm -hmm. um, Forest Park is not that diverse. Uh, it's just basically Black and Hispanic. Most are Black uh, students, they, they Hispanics. Uh, I felt welcome. It was a good school. Um, I really like how everyone welcomed everybody and things. But... My dad, he didn't like the school, so he was like, well, you went to digital. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, okay, why not? And when I arrived digital, it was like a whole different thing. Like, I couldn't even imagine it that it was like, a, you know, a, a whole different kind of people. And, you know, like until today, I have friends from um, who are Latino, African-American, um, Arabic, and and things like that so yeah i've been having a that's one of the most wonderful thing i ever experienced in in high school 
That's really cool. Did you go to Forest Park ninth grade year? Uh, yeah, one day like four, probably yeah, for three weeks. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, the school I used to work at before digital was Northwestern High School, which is actually really close to Forest Park up in Park Heights. Similar, yeah. like demographically. Yeah. Yeah, um, basically Forest, Forest Park was in Northwestern building because Forest Park was renovating. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was there like for three weeks. And my dad, he didn't even like the building. He was like, no, you're moving to digital. Yeah, <laughs> but it turned out to be a good thing. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, Ms. Galaili, um, yes. do you think it's important to talk about um, about the Hispanic Heritage Month to the entire school or you should just keep it to just the Latinos? Do you think it's important to let other people know what is going on, what are other people, um, cultures are, or what do you think about it? That's a great question. I think that cultures should be like kind of like what we were talking about in class today, like what it means to be human and like what it means to pass humanity on in a classroom. Like I think culture should really be taught about and celebrated like all the time. But I think the fact that there are like months to celebrate like Hispanic Heritage Month and African American History Month, um, I think it's a positive thing because I think sometimes if we don't, you know, if, like you said, if we didn't celebrate or talk about cultures, certain cultures, school-wide, I think sometimes something can get lost because naturally, I think, um, like, people do gravitate, like, you're a student who has friends who are very diverse, and you've made friends with people who are from the Middle East, you know, who are Hispanic, or African-American, and white, but, like, sometimes it's natural for people to, like, gravitate towards people who belong to their own cultures, and I see that happen sometimes like at school or just in general in society like a lot of times and I'm similar to you like I have friends from all different backgrounds but I think sometimes people who get kind of stuck in their groups like I know people who are white who really only know mostly white people or people who are black who mostly know black people you know and I think that in that sense talking school-wide and celebrating school-wide different cultures is important and has value in the sense that like sometimes I think that that can help with um with that isolation that sometimes happens in groups you know what I mean like I think digital is a special place the fact that we have the international fair and that we celebrate um Hispanic Heritage Month and African American History Month um is valuable because I mean it should be done all the time but I think that um, the fact that we do celebrate and talk about Hispanic Heritage Month puts value in it as a community. And I think, yeah, I think every culture ideally should be celebrated um, because kind of like we we're talking about in class today, like that kind of elevates us as humans, kind of you know, understanding each other and our different backgrounds and um, yeah, I think it is a good thing. And I think it should also be, like Hispanic Heritage Month should also be talked about, um, you know, in, in, within the unique communities in our school, but also school-wide. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, I was asking that question because um, I really appreciate 
the fact that digital harbor is the way it is. Like Juju's mentioned that um, we celebrate um, the Hispanic Heritage Month. We do the uh, around May when we do like everybody um, represent their country. And I really like the way that digital is. And I was asking that question because not, not in all schools you're gonna hear that. Uh, it's not, even though they just have like two to three Hispanics in, in the entire school, they don't do that. Um, I have heard of certain schools that they, they really don't recognize that part of, you know, having different cultures in your school. So I feel like you really set facts that are really important. Yeah, I agree. I love digital for the same reasons. Like, I think we're amazing that way, that we're so diverse. What encouraged you to teach Spanish or learn Spanish and teach it? Well, when I was in school myself, I was really lucky because I got to take Spanish in middle school. And then it was like one of my favorite classes. And I had really good teachers and I took it every year of high school. And I actually took AP Spanish when I was a senior. And then I just love, like, I love reading. I love reading, like, I love literature. I think I just loved kind of the challenge of learning a different language. So I took it through college, too. And it was just always one of my favorite subjects. But I was trained as a science teacher. And um, the reason I switched was actually because that year, it was four years ago, I think, the school had had some major budget cuts and they needed a. Um, they needed a Spanish teacher because the Spanish teacher had left and then the science department had to cut somebody. And so the idea was they would find someone in the um, science department who could speak Spanish, who could move to the Spanish, become the Spanish teacher. And so the school, because I'd been there for a while, knew that I spoke Spanish. And so they said, you know, if you can switch, if you take the test and pass it and become certified, then we wouldn't have to fire anybody. And so that's actually the honest truth about how I became the Spanish teacher. But for me, it was my seventh year of teaching and I had taught science for a really long time. And when that was, you know, when that came up, I was like, I think it's time for like a change, like something new. And um, to be honest with you, Monsi, I really prefer teaching Spanish and teaching language. I think it's more fun. I think that students don't come into Spanish thinking like, oh, I'm a bad Spanish student. Like with science, a lot of times I'd noticed that students would come to me in, as ninth graders and be like, oh, I'm a great science student or I'm a bad science student. Kind of like with math. Like a lot of times people are like, I'm good at math or I'm not good at math. And then you have to kind of unravel all these things kids are thinking about themselves before you can even learn the science. And so with Spanish, especially Spanish one, I always tell students like we're all starting at square one, like we're all beginners. So there's no, shouldn't be any kind of stress there. And I just think kids, people come to it like more open-minded and it's, it, I just think it's a lot more fun to teach. Yeah, I'm totally agree with you. Uh, when, when I was in sixth grade uh, and I had to take um, Spanish too, I was like, I got upset to myself. I was like, why should I be, you know, learning Spanish if I already know Spanish? And <laughs> and it was hard because the first two, sixth and seventh grade, I had all Fs. And I was like, and always like people always asked me like, 
oh, why you have an F if you speak Spanish and things like that. But it was because I really didn't feel like, you know, doing things that I already know. But then yeah. um, later on, I was like, uh, it's good because I can improve my Spanish. Because to be honest, I can say my Spanish is not that good at writing. I can speak well, um, read it, read it. I can read well and the writing well and understanding I can understand good but at writing is just one of my bad things I do really because Monsi I read your writing and it seems really good but I I understand what you mean like as a Spanish learner you hear me speak every day and I'm on the struggle bus but I can read well and I can write pretty decently so I hear you it's like in any language there's different strengths yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh no, I'm like, why should I be learning Spanish if I should be learning another thing? But, you know, I, I from there, when I was in eighth grade, I was the A student, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't feel like learning back then because it was just basic things like, you know, just like really, really basic things, like things that you teach to a baby. Yeah, like you weren't, it's hard to be invested if it's too easy. Yeah, I was like, this is not for me. But then I was like, well, if it's an easy grade, why not doing it? Yeah, I, I hear you. Is there anything that you would change about Digital Harbor? And I feel like you also told me something you really liked about Digital, but I was just wondering, like, what's something you love about our school? And, like, what's something you would change? Um, that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far, um, teachers are always the best. They always make me feel welcome. So I feel like from teachers, I would not change nothing. Things change a lot since the new principal came in. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like, you know, there's uh, new rules and things like that. So I feel like I, sh uh, I would not change nothing so far. Or probably that I can think right now, nothing. But probably if later on, I can come up to a thing, you know, I can suggest it to the principal or to a teacher. But to be honest, something that I have like right now that is a big problem, not really. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Muncie. It's been a thank real pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Ms. Galaili, for having me and, you know, talk about like real things that, you know, it can help us later on and understand better and yes. thank you for taking your time and and thank come you. and have a little conversation with me thank you i appreciate you Monty. have a yeah. great afternoon you too digital dollars are back make sure you are in class every day so that you can have the opportunity to earn as many as possible to access your account go to www.kickboardforschools.com or download the kickboard app hey students are you in a club Digital Harbor offers over 25 clubs, and we are sure there is one for you. Don't see a club you like? Talk to a teacher and start one. Thank you to Monsi, Enriquez, Ortega, and Miss Go Lightly for being our guest this week. The Ramcast is a Digital Harbor High School production. Music by Tyreek Murphy. Editing and technology assistance for Mr. Belouche, Miss West, and Mr. Buck. Communications and marketing by Mr. Beluccio. If you'd like to support us, rate and review us on iTunes. I'm Suki. Ramcast will be back in your feed next week. Have a ramtastic day.
day. We go to school, we, we do our learning. People are mad, people, people are, are yearning. We are the class, fire keep burning. Used to be Southern, now we are Digi. My school is cool, you cannot mess with me. Haters are mad, runs are so litty, yeah. Digital hub.